0: You are listening to Mix104.9's 360 and I tell you what, uh well Jerry Wood, our, our old mate Jerry joins me in the studio. Good
1: good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Katie. Oh, I know. I'm, mate. I'm only, only former now. No, yeah.
0: <laughs> well we we love having you in the studio and I tell you what, you sent me a little bit of background information this morning uh when it came to uh, the situation that we saw late yesterday that uh, put us all in a bit of chaos, I think you'd agree, uh, with the power outage. Now, we caught up with power and water earlier today. They said it wasn't an issue with supply of gas uh, to those generators out at Channel Island, but it was an issue with the actual gas infrastructure. Now, Jerry, um, you've been involved over the years, obviously. Like, as we all know, you have retired from politics. However, you are involved in a number of sort of, um, I guess, different hearings into our power networks and our power infrastructure etc here in the territory well
1: in 2009 um 14, households in Darwin and Catherine lost their power yeah and that was a a problem with a condensate getting into the gas pipeline and then getting into the filters and then the power uh, was completely shut down it was an issue about gas coming from ENI um yeah. through their new plant um but I suppose the issue for us then was to find out why, and we had in place then the Council of Territory Cooperation, which was um, a bipartisan um, committee. Um, I was the chair, and you had two CLP and two Labor people on that committee, and we were able to investigate. John Elfrink asked um, uh, for the committee to look at it, because we could look at anything that we wished to look at, and... Now we have another similar case where, and I was lucky enough, Howard Springs didn't lose its power, at least not where I am. It would have still pretty hot, don't worry. Uh, Probably wouldn't have noticed because he's sitting under the back veranda with a fan. But... um, I, I thought to myself, well, the government's got rid of its scrutiny committees. Now, people mightn't understand that the scrutiny committee wasn't just about looking at legislation. The scrutiny committees had own motion power, so they could have a look at anything they wanted to, um, and now this would have been an ideal mm. uh, one to look at. There, there was an economic scrutiny committee. Now, obviously, if the power goes off for a few hours, it does affect the economy, especially Absolutely. with a small business. Yep. Um, that's. It, it's not a necessarily a blame thing, but it actually um, allows the public to find out in a public way in an in a, in yeah. inquiry as to what were the reasons for the power going out for that t- length of time now it, it relates to the gas and that's what that inquiry in 2009 looked at as mm-hmm. well so I thought to myself well I think you know the government by getting rid of the scrutiny committees has, has removed an opportunity uh, for itself the government uh, to investigate power and water to find out what were the causes of the of the blackout.
0: Yeah, because the big thing, I guess, um, from yesterday's blackout is is while uh, we've heard from Power and & Water and also the Minister today that there is going to be an investigation to determine exactly what's gone wrong, um, if that infrastructure is actually... Um, ..is not their infrastructure, is not Power & Water's infrastructure, well, then you wonder whether that report's going to be made public. But then, in addition to that, you wonder whether, um, you know, the issue that we saw yesterday has had any impact... on. On power and water's infrastructure, i.e., those generators.
1: Well, you would hope that if the, if gas stopped, they immediately shut down. Yeah. Um, they do. They used to. I can't say used to have a diesel backup. Um, and whether they've got any other source of supply, uh, there is more than one power station. Of course, there's there's Waddell and yep. there's Channel Channel uh, Channel Island. So I don't know. But the issue of what was the cause and why was it caused and who's responsible, NT Gas. Um, uh, the people responsible uh, for the pipeline, or at least the, I think they are responsible for the pipeline and the supply of gas. But um, by having a public inquiry, you can you can hear firsthand uh, from the people who should know, and then uh, government can then f- make recommendations mm. as to whether things can be improved. But yep. it opens it up. It opens it up for the public to know what's going on. And I think that that's what good governance is about. There may have been something that was actually quite minor that caused it, but you don't want that to happen again. And so by bringing it forward in the public uh, arena, you're actually... Um, I suppose keeping power and water or NT gas on their toes, making sure yeah. that what they do is, is is out there for the public to sort of see.
0: Yeah, they'd said to me. So, power and water had said this morning, APA or, um have the they're the pipeline operator, yes. and then of course um they you know then of course power and water has the infrastructure, as I understand it, at uh, at Channel Island.
1: That's right, there's a yeah. pipeline, uh, owner of the pipeline, or mm. someone who's in charge of that, but there's also, I think, the supplier of the gas. Of the gas, yeah. Yeah, and then there's power and water.
0: Gee, it's confusing, isn't it, like, for the for the Labor and to try and work out exactly who's got what and what the I, heck's going on.
1: I sometimes think the provision of power in the Northern Territory is quite confusing. It is. With a number of people that are now coming into the market in solar. They're private people. You have a government operation, which runs Channel Island and Waddell, mm. and they own the, all the infrastructure. Then you have private people with solar on their roofs, um, and, and government wanting to put more and more emphasis onto solar and we've still got to run gas to keep the system going and yep. now we're going to spend millions of dollars on batteries. Um, sometimes I get confused as to where this... where, where You know, how does it all work in yes. the sense that we are paying still a large amount of money uh, to keep the price of electricity down? We have this... Um, uh, subsidy, we pay through the GST money, mm-hmm. of $100 million to keep our cost of our electricity, I think it's around about 22 cents a kilowatt. Yep. And when I actually asked power and water, what would it cost if we didn't have the subsidy, it'd be about 44 cents a kilowatt. Yeah. So the government always says we have you know is at a good price, but it doesn't tell you that we are subsidising it to the tune of about $100 million. That's a community service obligation, they call that. And you find that in the back pages of the budget if you're ever looking for it. So um, yeah, that's a broader issue. Issue about how everything's going to fit together, who's yep. going to pay for what, and, and will all the private development that's coming into provision of power make it harder for power and water to actually survive mm. in the sense of, is it going to have a bigger debt because yep. it's got less paying customers yeah. because they're, they're paying out to some of the private industry so
0: well and i tell you what if uh, if there's one thing i know it is that no matter what people expect reliable power and uh and while the power was only up for a couple of hours yesterday it's still forty nine thousand people
1: that's right, but that's where you know a scrutiny committee could inquire and you could go along to those meetings. The only alternative to that is the Parliamentary Accounts Committee, but these are all controlled by the government these days, mm. so if they don't want to do it, then you haven't got much hope, whereas before with the Council of Territory Cooperation it had an independent chair. Um, and, and so, so you what,
0: reckon that should be back in?
1: Oh, I absolutely think so, because it, it, it allowed... The, Parliamentarians on all sides. The freedom they weren't they weren't bound by you know what the party said here. They were bound by what was uh, you know the public would like to find out about. Yep. So we had the Mataranka you know where the, the cattle died at Mataranka. We had issues about domestic violence. We were looking at the Sihip program or the houses. Yep. We travel all over the place looking at those houses. So we had a role that allowed the public to find out mm-hmm. uh, what was actually going on. Now it's very hard these days to find out what's going on unless you, you know through the media.
0: Well, that's right. And then sometimes we struggle to find out what's that's going right. on, Jerry.
1: <laughs> well, at least when you have a public inquiry, uh, yep. it's out there for the public to hear and they yeah. can come along to those meetings. Yep. And I think that that's a healthy environment. But now we've got real scrutiny committees. Um, I think we've gone backwards.
0: Well, Jerry Wood, I tell you what, it's always good to catch up with you, mate. We miss you. How's I retirement see? going? I'm
1: as busy as anything. Plenty of work umpiring. And, <laughs> and I should say we're, we're looking at trying to bring out an anthology for Dr John Hargraves. Um, and I might come and speak yeah. to you later about how we're looking at trying to raise money for that. Dr yep. John Hargraves was a famous doctor that worked at East Arm Leprosy, Leprosarium yep. and did a lot of work throughout the top end, with, especially with Aboriginal people, and he went, worked in East Timor and West Timor uh, with facial reconstruction. Wow! Very famous, very, you know, he was a very humble doctor, so maybe mm-hmm. not everyone heard of him, but a fantastic person. He died in Hobart earlier this year, uh, and we don't want his name to disappear because he's, he's left such a, a, a great legacy, and so I'll get back to you and we know a little Sounds bit more about... Sounds good. Yeah, okay. Oh,
0: we're always happy to have you on Jerry? We okay. miss our regular chats, mate. Uh, we miss right. you on the week that was. I like it when you send me a text here and there.
1: Oh, I'll keep them. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll keep them on their toes when I hear a load of rubbish being spoken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Make sure you do, mate. Yeah. You missed. There's no doubt about it. Good on you, Jerry. Thanks so much for coming in this morning.
1: Thanks, Katie.